1: man how are uh how are you it's been a while yeah i mean geesh it's been uh it's been way too long you know i mean about the same as as you had assumed just yeah trying to get through the quarantine life social distancing part of our our, our lives now man yeah no it's it's uh it's been brutal um you know and uh schools canceled or postponed so we got a lot of kids at home and uh, so yeah i i actually wanted to ask you something um I don't know if, you you know, you're on Twitter, you see people tweeting about, you know, Shick and Nick, and I saw someone say, hey, this is like the perfect opportunity, we need something, we need a diversion. Would you have any interest in, you know, kind of resurrecting the show that we did in Omaha, but just like in a podcast format, just during this time, just to kind of get people through it? Is that something that you want to do? Or? I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I know that it sounds like a lot of work. And then the other, the reality of it, chick, is that, I mean, I, I'm already doing my own podcast. It's the Nick Bob podcast. It drops twice a week, front to you by Pillow Windows and Doors. Okay, and all right. I, I don't know. I just like, I, you know, I got to be careful about how far I'm spreading myself here with this stuff. You, I mean, you kind of, you get that at all? You're just, you just don't have time. Like you feel like you're, you're just busy, yeah. busy I mean, during this time. I, I mean, it, it's oddly enough, you know, I, it's, it kind of. You I'm just at home. It's it's felt like I'm kind of running around, chasing Mava around, and trying to get the next podcast for the Nickbot podcast. It comes out twice a week. Like I'm trying to get that next pod ready to go and and game plan that. So. I, yeah I just gotta be careful about how much i'm I'm taking on right now to a certain okay. extent. I know it sounds weird, but yeah it sounds like you're you're really you're really swamped and really busy um look this' ju- if we did it, it would just be like kind of like the old show where I do all of the work like i'm I've got the drops, I've got the old clips we could play, I'll produce it. all you have to do is like what you used to do. just show up, turn the mic on, laugh, turn it off, you're done. I'll do all the work What do you think? You got yourself a deal. Hit two drops. Let's
0: go. We have to go back. It's exciting. What happened? What?
2: What's
0: going on?
3: That
4: happened I think, fast. I think Ch- Charlie Charlie might have a quote. Doesn't
3: he does he not? Guys, where are we? More like when exactly. when are we? Is it 2010 right now? I mean that's what it feels like. Oh my goodness! Good. It
4: does feel like we kind of hopped into the uh, in the way back machine. We've yes. got drops. We've got everything. Look, I will. I will say this, Nick. I am a admitted hoarder. Okay, <laughs> I save everything. Yeah. I cleaned out my basement. I've got like preschool doodles that I did. Okay. <laughs> I it's. I've got everything from the moment I was
3: born. Yes, I also have every drop. So, oh my um, God. here, here we are. How are you? I'm good. You do. I will say this when you, when you and I were 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 chit chatting, and you and you told me you were. I was cleaning out my garage. I feel like. Do you clean out your garage more than any other human being I know? Because I feel like once a month I get a text from you, like cleaning out my garage. Here's a chicken t-shirt. There's always something, and I'm amazed with the the amount of moves you've made. You've like everything's made. Like I made one move this past summer, and let me tell you, a lot of things didn't make the cut, Doug. I'm not gonna lie to you. I move everything um, with each. The only reason
4: we have bigger homes every time we move is not because we have more kids every time. It's because we accumulate more stuff. I hear you. I hear you. That's really it. I mean, Um, where do we even want to start? So here's the deal with this is that there have been, um, and you can attest to this, you and I, we would do. We did a radio show called the Chicken Nick Show for three years, yeah. and it was as an enjoyable experience as we've had. And then that experience in Omaha, Nebraska, ended. And then uh, I went on to ESPN, where I still work. And you eventually went on to Fox Sports and doing the national stuff. Uh, and you still did your your local uh, radio show. Did a show little something, something, yeah, yeah. You still <laughs> gave like five, seven, seven years of your life to local. <laughs> cool. <laughs> can I yada yada the you, local you, radio? I, you know to? what?
3: You're not the only one that yada 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 is my solo venture. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. I love it. You can yada 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 it because it's not important. What's important is, is what we're working towards right now. So continue. Okay. So time
4: and again, you and I had considered, okay, do we want to try and do... You know, kind of get the band back together and do a podcast and with me at e s p n and and you doing your thing it just didn't it just didn't seem like it would work there there wasn't a lot of time and then eventually we got to the point where it was like, you know what I think we could do something, and I think it would work and if if e s p n signs off on just me doing a free podcast with you, you know for nebraska i mean it's a it's a nebraska yeah. it's an omaha it's a it's a podcast for those who used to listen to the show. If if they will do that, then we'll then we'll proceed. And uh, I thank ESPN a ton. They said, "Hey, go for it! Uh, free podcast in Omaha, love it. Go for it." And so they they signed off, and then our wheels started churning. And then and then the coronavirus hit. Nick, I mean, full disclosure: we're recording this probably about maybe what uh, a year before it airs. <laughs> You're more uh, used to this podcast format than I. Is yeah. the year like it's 2017 now? This should be up in three years,
3: like it, April 2020. Mike Riley is still as it's, it's year two of Mike Riley. We're not sure how that whole thing is going to go, but yeah, you you're going to have to get used to just admitting the fact that this isn't live. You're you you need to just get over that. Weird. But, but it is, here's, here's what's tough is like, this would almost come off as like, geez, it, it took the a national pandemic for these guys to be like, I guess we'll do a podcast again together. Full disclosure. We had been, as you pointed out, like, the, I think this was going to happen. Like at some point. We, we would drop even nuggets on the air to each other. Like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if there was some sort of technology that exists and platform that exists where we could, like, I don't know, talk to each other once a week. Like, we, this was going to happen at some point. It's just everybody getting locked into their own homes expedited it greatly. And I can't tell you how good it feels to... Uh, God love Mava, my four-year-old, but man, this feels good. I've been with her for every waking second for seventeen straight days, and it's been the best worst thing of all time right now. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I gotta tell you, um, because of this
4: uh, cor- coronavirus, I got a lot of dirty shirts. I was like, yeah, I got a lot of black shirts.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, look. I- Already don't even remember. Don't we I, I can't believe the pretty much the very first drop that's played. I don't remember of all the we had seventeen thousand bow drops. I don't remember that one. But that's funny. I love his laugh. I love it. I love the yeah. bow post post a,
4: a joke. He laugh. was he was always the gift that kept on uh giving. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it just it always did. But um how about him getting his look, LSU game we, right? He's he's back into the uh into the coaching game, back at LSU. Yes, we had talked a lot about this and then the the pandemic hits and we're kind of sitting around and like you know, it would be it would be cool to to get back together. And then I think there was a sometimes you kind of look for um uh, I don't know, affirmation, confirmation, Mel Gibson about signs about certain
3: things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're
3: looking for a little Mel Gibson movie? Is that what you're telling me here? Yeah. Yes. The, <laughs> looking for a little conspiracy theory. What that? Um, looking for was he in What Women Want? Look at was Mel Gibson in What he Women Want looking for signs?
4: <laughs> Sorry, this is so stupid. But yeah, no, no, it's not. There was a there was a there was a tweet uh, and people we may have left the Shick and Dick Show, but the show has never left us, no. and it's never left our our loyal listener base. There was a a tweet, I think it was back on March 16th, and I just pulled it up, and it says, in this time of zero live sporting events happening anywhere, we need the only sports talk show that had little to do with actual sports back (laughs) on the air. Hashtag shick and Nick, which is a giant slap in the face and compliment at the
3: same time.
0: Uh, I mean,
3: I don't know, man. I mean, if... And I think I text you like we were we were ten years ahead of our time with this. Like we were built for a sports talk show with zero sports going on. We were built for this. There's no doubt. Uh, Jeremy tweeted on March 12th, I'm
4: going to need some Chicken Nick podcasts to get through this tough time. Yes. Just think about that. You're going through something that you don't know what it's going to be. It's devastating. Lives are going to be lost throughout the nation. It's just a terrible situation for everyone. Everyone's lives are affected. And some people, the first thing they think of, boy, we could use some Chicken and Nick. And God, so
3: that's good. That makes me feel so at good.
4: That, yeah, it's, it's at that. And that's the backdrop to this where you go you know what not only could you maybe use it i could use it yeah nick you know maybe you could use it i don't want to speak for you but your
3: family life looks absolutely miserable (laughs) it's it's awful here (laughs) but we all need it i mean we're all just searching for for some distractions for some laughs for uh some nostalgia of what life used to be like just so many things and that and if we can provide that it's therapeutic for everybody, but I, I'm not gonna lie. Cause there was, even when we think about doing a pod again, there was a little bit like, I almost felt like Steve Carell in like being like, I don't know if we want to, I want to do the office again. Cause like, I felt like we, it was so good how it was. I was like, ah, oh, do we got, can we go back? Would people would have we, if we created a standard that I don't know if we're gonna be able to hold, we're going to find all that out here. But I think we all need it. I mean, we've, again, you ba- basically have been doing a podcast for since the chicken nick left and that was every friday we'd talk and we just give a big fu to radio format and just dismantle the clock and not even adhere to any breaks at all so we've been kind of doing this but this is going to be the fact that you cleaned out your garage and you still have like how many drops do you have
4: all right so let's see here and again this for those who didn't listen to our old show which was it debuted in August August 17th, 2009. 2009 in August and ended in 2012. So it was a three-year little blip where there were probably tens of thousands of drops that were played during that time. (laughs) And as I'm cleaning out the garage for the 17th time in the last two weeks, (laughs) I stumble upon a hard drive that I, before we left the radio station in Omaha at 1620, I dumped a ton of our stuff into it. I said, here's some of our best clips. Here's some of our best segments, our best songs, our best drops. I'm telling you, I've got enough to fill like five years of podcasts if we want to go that long. I don't know how long this is going to go. This could go a month. This could go a week. I have no idea, but there's a lot. Is there anything from the drop library because, Nick, you and I both speak for the listeners. I yes. think, you know, they they like the show as much as we like the show and what they found funny, we found funny, and that's why we all existed as a weird little cult in Omaha. Is there anything that you that comes to mind that you'd like me to, to play right
3: now at the I, tips of my fingers? If, if you could cue up something from Big Ten Media Days that every single press conference at some sort of media days, I'm always – it comes back to me of Joe Paterno – at the podium, right. and just a fantastic sequence of—I don't know what's f- the funniest part about it. Either on the right here, with Paul here, or Joe Paterno <laughs> saying about uh, being confused. If you have the Joe Pa at a at, at Big Ten Media Days, I would love to hear. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, so Joe Paterno obviously, b- before things went south, he gave—he was Joel a south. gift for our show right. because during news conferences like he he had trouble hearing oh and so we would we would just play all right so what was the one you wanted to hear i wanted to hear the over on the right here with paul here over here on our right with uh, paul here (laughs) (laughs) okay so i stopped it there because i knew you were gonna laugh and i wanted you to just i'll stop i will not
3: laugh until the conclusion of the drop
4: (laughs) i just actually love
3: that moderator part that might be my favorite here on
4: our (laughs) right with uh, paul here (laughs)
3: He sounds like the coolest. Moderators are for dorks and dweebs and nerds. This guy is either a a dork, dweeb in denial, or he's actually super cool.
4: Over here on our right with uh, Paul here,
3: oh, he's super laid back. Right. He's super laid All back. Right. It's great. All right, so uh, this was
4: from a Big Ten Media Days, and he asks uh, a reporter asked a question, and uh, Joe Paul had some issues. It became a legendary drop and exchange on our show. Over here on our right with uh, Paul here.
1: Hi coach. Some of the experts are pretty high in your secondary. What are your feelings on that group? Are you optimistic about them?
2: About who's this? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> about
3: who's this? about who's this <laughs> about who's this uh, and the, you know the we coach, would we would quote the, that uh, oh there was so, there's like within that little 50, 10 second piece of audio there's like you got about who's this you got over and over with paul here and then you got the high coach the the overly excited reporter <laughs> Hi coach i mean it's just it's just gold 10
4: <laughs> seconds of gold now there was another one and again we'll get off the joe pod train this is this is what this podcast is going to be <laughs> this podcast is going to be your, Nick, yours, my, the audience's old listeners to the show in Nebraska, yeah. Omaha, Nebraska, that listen to the show, and throughout the state. Yeah, let's not to discriminate The Kearney, that, dog. That you know Kearney, a you're a div- big deal in need, Kearney. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they need a diversion, need an escape. Yes. Uh, you're from Gibbon, you're from Shelton, you're from Sydney, you're from McCook. Look at you. I don't
3: care. Look at you, no enforced st- cities in the state of Nebraska.
4: I named four
3: cities in the state. <laughs> Hashtag expert, expert on geography. Um, but you always,
4: you always did need to speak up on our show. Um, yeah. you, you, you know, you had to speak confidently. I tell you, I'm having trouble
2: hearing you.
3: You know, you... <laughs> so that was um, a radio anyway, interview, there's... right? Was that was a Joe Pond, some sort of radio interview? If my memory is, yeah,
4: he did an interview with I think an old friend or something, and uh, the, I mean, it just was. <laughs> Do you still have? I can't hear a word it... you're saying. All right. You want me to find that? Just give me a minute here.
0: Hang on, just a second. <laughs> I can't ever word you saying.
3: <laughs> there. Thank you. All right. We there. can officially. We got it. We can move off jopa Next topic. Uh, you know, I got a little Dirk Chatlin. Who
4: gives a crap? I mean, there's yes. a lot there. Um, well, what I'd like to do, I don't know how you feel about this, Nick. Like at the end of every podcast of you and I just talking and reminiscing and and just laughing and and hopefully people are laughing along with us we go back in the wayback machine and play an old clip in yeah. context like a full seven to ten minute clip or a song or things that we did uh, and just sit back and and listen to it is uh, that oh, are we
3: are we on to something be fantastic
4: all right so uh, any other are there any other drops that you'd like to uh, to do before we actually try and have a, a little bit of a
3: conversation well I mean there was a board dedicated to my laughs. Do you have like? Do you have any of my old laughs that from the drop hard drive? Is there anything there? So you did have a ton of laughs, yeah.
4: a ton of laughs. I know. Um, so I'm staring right now in this inventory <laughs> of Bur- Nick Bird One, Nick Bird Two. Oh no. I've got Nick laughing 1 through 16. What? I've got a... Do you have
3: Fight Laugh? I've got... remember Fight Laugh was in the drop-off oh, tournament. Do you have the Fight Laugh?
4: Fight Laugh was uh, was an aggressive laugh. Yes. And it was one that, that I might need to... Hold on here. Let's see here. <laughs> fight Laugh. <laughs> fight Laugh! I don't, all right. So I don't, I don't have necessarily that uh, labeled Fight Laugh, right. but I do have... A lot of laughs. So let me just load these up here. And again, uh, bear with us here. Let's see what we have here. The computer is taking quite a while because it does have a lot to ingest, no question. and uh, listeners will soon have a lot to digest. Yes, they will. Oh, Let's no. See here. Okay, here's laugh number one from our show. This is you.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: it's
4: laugh number two. <laughs> oh God. This is laugh number I labeled
3: this laugh number 2A. Oh, whoa. Here we go. <laughs> that one got played quite a bit. That one oh, got quite a run, gosh. quite a lot of run there. Oh my oh, god. It's yeah. like a it's like a video game. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to me? It's like laugh I broke a three. guitar string. <laughs> That's good old hearty fun, isn't it? That's just good old-fashioned fun.
4: Laugh number five.
3: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, there it was. That's that comes life. at you quick. That's a great one. That's a jab combination to your face of laughter. <laughs> all right, let's go all
4: the way up to laugh 14. <laughs> okay. oh, and quickie. laugh 16.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah,
4: that's, uh, oh, we need, we need, you know what? We got to apologize for that. Sorry about that.
3: Oh, Tom, He needs so to, to apologize so, for going yeah. to Tampa, dog. No Are question.
4: you going to be okay with, uh, with, with your boy, Tom Brady, uh, you know, the greatest of all time. I mean, it has been, look, we lost Kobe, which was so tragic. Yes. One of your favorite basketball players of all time. No question. And about now it. your favorite football player of all time is now playing for uh, for Tampa. I mean, yeah. are you you I, okay? You're taking I, down your
3: jerseys? I text Barrett Rude, who obviously played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I said, Bear, I think your spot as the greatest Buccaneer of all time is in some serious jeopardy right now. With old <laughs> 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 I feel like I made it crystal oh, clear that I'm one of those millennial fans from a pro standpoint that, that fans of teams hate. I'm a LeBron fan. I'm not a Cavs fan or a Heat fan. Like right. I'm a Brady fan. I'm not necessarily like a a Patriots fan. So my fandom will will head to Tampa. So I'll be okay. But I just don't want my boy Barrett's place in the, you know, the hierarchy and Mount Rushmore or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to get you know, Mike, you're in good hands with all stats probably gotta be up there. That's the only thing. That's, that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who what would be what would
4: be the hierarchy <laughs> of greatest Tampa Bay Bucks of all time? Like Steve Young might be on that
3: list. <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah. but that was a quick cup that's of a, coffee yeah, there. That was. But no, I'll be okay. Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp. Yeah, okay. I mean, you got Ronde Barber, you got uh Derek Brooks, Mike Evans. There you go, Mike Evans, Jameis Winston, <laughs> Chris Godwin. <laughs> Ronald Jones, Levante David has to be up there. <laughs> Cameron Brait
4: <laughs> just just go through the current roster. Let's There's just
3: Google Tampa there. Bay Bucks current roster. There you go. Yeah, T Braid. He he needs sorry about that to everybody in in the Upper Boston, Massachusetts area. Look at us oh, current events. That. That's a- Who said Shickanick didn't tuck current events? Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. we should not be doing that.
4: <laughs> However, you did mention you did mention moments ago, Barrett Rude. I did do a search here for Barrett Rood. Yeah. Let's hear what we have here. This is a Barrett Rude soundbite.
1: I give everybody 20%. I mean, you literally have to, like, send me a death threat with my bagel <laughs> if I was going <laughs> to not tip you.
3: Look at that. You know what that stemmed from, I it's think? Happened. I want to say at the College you know? World Series, there was some story that Barrett didn't tip well at a restaurant. Like I don't know if it, okay. I don't know if it like made Facebook or something like that. Somehow, if I'm not mistaken, there was something that got Barrett got accused of not being a good tipper, which of course is not true, and that's what sparked him talking about twenty percent, no matter what. So there you go, a little background info for Wow,
4: you. giving us a little uh, context. There's a couple of other Barrett Rude things. One is uh, Nick Baugh's laugh attacks Barrett Rude, but it's a minute long segment. I don't what? have, I don't know if we can. Do you want to spend a minute? And I just do. I mean, how, come work? on. How do you?
3: How do you? read the title of that and not hit play
4: yeah what, what are we gonna say no i don't have time yeah. i'm busy shelter in place
3: right or hey nope we gotta hit a break we gotta go to break because we gotta get to the top of the hour no we don't gotta do that right now yeah
4: shane's giving me the stink eyes sorry we got sure. we can't combine breaks <laughs> play the clip play it Nick's laugh attacks Barrett Rood. We'll listen to this together. This is going to be a lot of this, okay. where we just listen like it's for the first time, even though it's not. I was like, okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay, 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 okay.
0: You got me. You got me. You my bluff.
3: Oh, goodness gracious.
0: Did you just drop a goodness gracious yeah. during the Barrett Rood interview? What happened?
4: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> You are attacking him with your laugh.
3: Oh goodness gracious! If
4: there was a laugh that had knives attached to it, it would, it would be that one. You're wielding.
3: Okay, that's enough. That's, that's like enough. an evil that's laugh.
4: Oh, I was getting out of here. All right, that's enough.
3: People uh, can always anyone- say at KU that if I was laughing in a room or getting stabbed in a room and you couldn't <laughs> see it, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, you know I mean? That was like month one of me being at college. They were like, "Eh, this guy." He's getting stabbed or laughing hysterically. We wouldn't know. Nick Ball tragically was, <laughs> was stabbed to death. Oh, dead His in roommate the- thought he was watching Anchorman. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh, goodness gracious it is.
4: Oh, All right. Wow, so that clip was from December 6, 2011.
3: Right in the heart of bowl season. Right in the heart of college football. We're getting the hard-hitting stuff
0: in there. <laughs> Look, oh
3: man! I want to. Okay, so this is a time
4: to pull back the curtain on the old Chicken Nick show a little bit because I, I what I'd like to do. I love this long format stuff where we can actually talk about the genesis of the show and how it happened, and then things that had to change as the show went on. Right. And remember when we started the show, we would do we would do like fake shows in a separate studio. We were in what the Coil Studio, oh, yeah. whatever that was, uh, just just down the hall, and we didn't have any calls. And we just sat there and we recorded the shows. And Neil Nelkin, God bless his heart, would uh, would listen and then give us some feedback.
3: And what uh, what was the main feedback he gave about you? He told me that I needed to tone down the laughing and and not laugh so much or so loud or like any the way. Just like, hey, be, be a little bit more aware of how much you're laughing and, and try and back it down, which was just about <laughs> impossible.
0: Possible,
3: especially with you. It's like, well, then if, I mean, in all reality, knowing what we know now, that bit of advice is like, well, come on, Doug. Like, what are you, what are you thinking here? You know, this ain't going to work. So I was muzzled. I I had to kind of muzzle myself for, I don't, I don't know when I finally just took the muzzle off and just let it rip and just dismantled Omaha (laughs) speakers all over the city with my laugh. But it took a while. It took a while. I was like, I can't laugh. I cannot laugh. And without me laughing, I don't got a lot to give to anything. <laughs> well, and I, it's like, you know, I'm putting out a sitcom and the live studio audience
4: is told to be quiet. It's like, right. wait a second here. Right. I, I need to know exactly how we're doing here. And sometimes the only way to figure it out <laughs> is have Nick be the live studio audience. Yes. It didn't take very long. I think it was at one point we just said, you know what? Let's just go with it, and then you. I don't know if you, the, you think you you might have had a talk
3: with me. You might have. I think you might have said, "Listen, I know he told you yeah. to, you know, to back it down." But like, you gotta, because what I used to do, if you remember, my move would be like I would duck if I was laughing. I would like duck under my microphone when we were in the studio, and I so like you knew I thought it was funny, but obviously radio, you you people can't see that; they can only they need to hear it. And so at some point, I'm pretty sure you kind of encouraged me. To just, hey man, if it's funny, laugh. Like if you think it just if if you are if you're rolling, do it. And that was enough for me to be like, all right, fine, this is great. And that was a huge part for me of like I felt like me finally being myself and being comfortable on the air. Because obviously anybody that knows me, you listen to my laugh. Like if, if if I can't really let it rip, then I'm I'm it greatly changes who I am. You, you know what's amazing, though, is because like if you listen to this right now, somebody like, geez, Neil Nelkin, micromanager. That was literally the yeah. o- like the only time he ever tried to micromanage the show. And hey, do this. Don't do that. Do this instead. Like he never. So he was great to work for in that regard. But I think he felt like, hey, here's a kid that has never done radio in his life. I should at least kind of give him some guidance you know and so that's what it was
4: it seems to have worked out well for you
3: now how challenging then
4: leaving the chicken nick show and then you went and did your own show i mean the dynamics of that are just a complete 180 and i'm not even talking about you actually having to show up more than five minutes before the show started yeah you know that ain't you know that ain't that's the truth doug i did not work for three years just just going from being able to just play off of somebody to then having to do everything and generate all of this content where like the luxury of our show was that we would do a segment and then the next segment, like we we could play, (laughs) we'll play tons of segments over the course of this podcast as we walk down memory lane over the next, you know, weeks, uh, months, if, if, uh, if we're allowed to continue to go Of just a segment that something happens, and then the next segment or the rest of the hour (laughs) turns into that topic. Like, whatever we had planned, forget it. Like, there's a clip we'll play eventually. Maybe we'll play it in episode two of our podcast of me asking Augie Garrido, the late, great (laughs) Augie Garrido, what is it going to take? This is when he was the coach at Texas. I asked him, what is it going to take for you guys to play Nebraska again? And his response was, we play him next year. Amazing. I was embarrassed, but then the whole next segment of like 10 minutes turns into just, we play him next year, we play him next year. So we'll we'll get to that tomorrow. I don't want to get into too much of playing all this. But the point being, Nick, like those kind of instances happen all the time. You go from that happening all the time to the topic of the show, sometimes just being the show, to you having to host a show where the topic has to be... A
3: topic, a current event, a, a hot take. It it was it was really tough. I mean, because like you said, it could be something could happen in the first five minutes of the first segment of the day. And you'd be like, Well, there's the week of shows. Like literally it'd be like, that's gonna carry us for till Friday, you know? And that was completely gone. And I just became—I was like such a reactor to your planned out stuff that it—it—it it, it was hard to get out of that habit. And the other thing that was tough was like I don't know necessarily what our show plan was every day, but like I would have to like come up with like twelve legit topics <laughs> when when it, the Chicken Nick show would have like we would maybe have like one topic and then we knew that the show would be the topic of the show for all the others. So it was. Not even like to try to compare what the experience was doing a show, doing the Ick show to doing Game Time, my solo show. It's it's almost like I, it, I can't even. They're like two separate formats, and not like I can't even compare the two. It was totally different, and that's why I give you a ton of credit for being able to pull it off.
4: I mean I said this on your last on the last show that you did just saying man you did it and against all odds not that not to think that you couldn't do it no, but no, the you're challenges saying. of yeah. doing it the well, challenges of doing it and thinking myself like would I want to do that would I want to take that
3: on would I last that long willingly and uh, you did well I think especially for I became a like a – I was I was on the chickennick show i was I was one hundred percent me, but I was probably an exaggerated version of me if that makes sense, you know, like I just took all the crazy qualities about me and then you kind of like poured gasoline on all of them because they're funny but I got it was almost as if now you know certain characters like I can never look at Anthony Hopkins and not think he's going to eat me. He is Hannibal Lecter. This guy is going to eat me. Alfonso Ribeiro will always be Carlton Banks to me. Jaleel White will always be Steve Urkel. I felt like there was a lot of people in the the 1620 listener base that viewed me a certain way. You're the number two lighthearted, laugh-at-everything guy, and now all of a sudden I'm a wannabe Colin Cowherd. And I think that it took a while for people to kind of get used to that some people probably never did at all uh but that would be my analogy to it was like i was a character that had to become totally different like all of a sudden if in anthony hopkins next movie he's like it's a it's a he's a he's with will ferrell and it's a comedy you'd be like oh this doesn't make much sense
4: yeah i mean you can, it's hard to go from it's hard to go from like this
0: back some boy thank you he wears number 22.
2: Listen up so you will know how That is from play now <laughs> I wanna wreck you up <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not
4: Okay, to like, Here's <laughs>
0: what should happen on the depth chart, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's it's it really is, and it took a while. I don't know if anybody, anybody ever got to where there was really taking me serious, but man, I would oh on like a Monday after like Nebraska would lose to like Northern Illinois. I mean, I would just come on and have like a, a super serious tone to it, you know. And it, it took it took some people a while. It took it took it took some people a long time. But it's hard to go from I want to wrex you up to let me tell you why your goal line play calling stinks and it's got to change. <laughs>
4: You know? Yeah. It's hard. And and so you've done that and then and now you've got your uh your podcast as well, the yeah. Nick Ball podcast. Uh I have promised you that since we're doing this, you'll get to plug the Nick Bob podcast repeatedly, <laughs> um, incessantly, if you yeah. will. You can throw in your sponsors. Do whatever do whatever you want. Shout I'm not, out to Pella, Pella and Windows and Doors. Shout out, Pella, so shout out to Pella, Pella go, Windows
3: go. and Doors. <laughs> shout out to Pella w- Windows and Doors. You need to go to PellaOmaha.com. A lot of different ways you get started. Go to the showroom. Get an in-home consultation. You're going to get a Bill Belichick-esque game plan for the various windows on your house. It's going to be fantastic. But yes, Nick Bob Podcast drops Twice a week, N I C K B A H E. Quickly subscribe button, All right, Doug? Thank you. So for anyway,
4: um, so you've got that podcast <laughs> that drops a couple of times a week, thanks to Pella Windows. Uh, you could sponsor this if you'd like, but yeah, um, I'm
3: down. but
4: you've got you've got that. You're doing it. Um, you know, every so often you'll gl- drink a glass of uh, or a bottle of
3: wine with Bo, and a you'll
2: bottle of some wine.
3: You'll have some wine. Wine in Nebraska. Why? It's great. Do you know what? Would you? Would, I mean? What's it going to take for me and you to do some sort of long distance? You have a Teddy Brewski. I have a Teddy Brewski.
4: That's a great question, Nick. What's it going to take to get Nebraska and Texas to meet on the diamond again?
3: Uh, we play him next year.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll do it next time. I think we could we, we could, could do it? that. Okay, we will
3: play good. that next time. Okay, that's good. Um, Look at that little <laughs> double tease.
4: <laughs> How about going into an interview saying, oh, this is going to be a good one. Nebraska fans will love this. Yeah.
3: We play him next year. You dope. Uh, we play him next year. <laughs> um, <so laughs> he so handled stupid. that pretty well. Like he he's fairly lighthearted about it. Like he handled it. He handled it well. Shouts out to Agüero. He did. He did. We'll we'll play that entire
4: clip on uh, episode two. But you got the podcast, and uh, you do you know a lot of reacting. But it's it's obviously a different format. Yes. Uh no commercial breaks like this. Yes. But you get to kind of riff a little bit. You yes. get to do interviews. You know, the first week you released your pod, you did like five days and uh, interviewed a bunch of people, and eventually went on to uh, you know you really spread your wings with Danny Woodhead. <laughs>
3: I really branched out to uh, Kevin Kugler. I said, you know what? I do something I've never done before. Kevin, you're, I mean, you're coming on the pot. <laughs> you were the big, you were the big Friday guest for the, for launch week too. I reached, I I really branched out all the way to you That's right. as well. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't have a lot of friends in a related story. It's always,
4: it's always hard. Yeah. It's like, okay, who do we get on? Okay. Now what do we do now? What do we got? Right. And, uh but that that'll be the beauty of this is we don't really need guests. No, so, our guests our guests are um, us from like ten years ago. It's great. That's right. It's it's just old clips. Uh, I have said that you know eventually it'd be great to be able to get like Tim Miles on and talk because I had a conversation with Tim Miles uh, recently and uh i think i i think i told you yes this, you did i needed
3: to hear more i want to i can't wait yeah tell me more about this
4: we i had tim miles on uh the show that i do uh, on sirius xm yeah right i can
3: promote my stuff but you're not promoting yours my man
4: and uh it is um you know big 10 channel channel 372 hey. and work with anthony heron a lot so ah. we i started off the conversation with hey um this is like it was like a year ago at this time where you were kind of tripping over yourself, uh, walking off the floor, running <laughs> off the floor in the Big Ten tournament. And he took that and I eventually tweeted that out, said to chariots of fire and, and had some fun with that. But he said, uh, oh, yeah, you know, you, you, you know, I'm sure you didn't let me you won't let me forget about that. And oh, yeah, you you guys crushed me. You and Nick crushed me in, in Omaha. And and then he starts loading. He starts during our interview looking at his phone and he's i can tell he's vocally he's away right, from right. the phone and he's he's scrolling through it and he plays audio of when we slowed him down <laughs> to make him sound somewhat inebriated when he was uh when he was like getting emotional right and i think the word was uh well let's see let me see if i can find this clip this is what he this is what he played you know the basketball coach is supposed to be a, a leader <laughs>
0: And last night, I didn't feel like much of a leader. <laughs>
3: that sounds way
0: more hammered than I remembered it sounding. I do he sounds
3: hammered is- and ready. Like he sounds like that guy outside the bar that is so drunk he's getting emotional, and you're like, oh god. He's, Tim is going to cry Stum-
4: again. He's stumbling out <laughs> of the bar as as, as, oh, as an officer is demanding an explanation for yeah. his behavior. You know, the basketball coach is supposed to be a, a leader. And last night, I didn't feel like much of a leader. Oh, my God, he
3: sounds so drunk. So, so he then had, we that?
4: cut it up. And he had that, but he really, I think this is really what he had a leader. So he just. Oh. He, He was just playing that on his phone during our interview, and there's only one person in the world listening at
3: that time that understood it, and it was me. Yes! People would have been like, what is happening? Everyone on SiriusXM listening would have been so confused with the context, but that is amazing. The dude walks around with a leader on his phone. (laughs) A
0: leader. That's
3: awesome
4: still had in his phone he had the i think he had the songs cuz i sent those to him the tim miles parodies yeah i'm uh, really proud we, we i did. can't believe
3: we're, we're going to have to play those at some point i i'm really proud yeah, of did. those two songs we did for for timothy miles that was good that was that was really really good well, I mean, here's what we can do. I
4: think we've I think we've gone uh, far enough here for this first podcast. We don't want to burn everything. Nah. I think I, I think the bottom line is we'll figure out what we want to play here at the at the end, one old clip or an old song or something. But I think the bottom line of all this is we're glad to be back together to chat, to laugh, to have fun during this time of great uncertainty. Where people just need something, I need something, Nick needs something that you just can't get anywhere else, and I think you can get it here. I hope we both can. I hope listeners can. I know when I when I've broached the subject of doing a podcast, even if it's a temporary one, the excitement from people has been very palpable and encouraging. And yeah. I hope uh, I hope that excitement extends throughout however long we're able to uh, to do this free downloadable podcast during this time, and, and maybe take some. Uh, some folks' minds off. Of
3: yeah, because that's. I mean, listen. We were our show was an escape from reality and an escape from even like the the hard hitting stuff from sports at the time. And now we need this podcast about our about kind of the old, the the show needs to be an escape big time. Like we everybody needs a, an escape as bad as they've ever needed one. So I t- I totally agree. I can't even begin to tell you how good this this just felt. I mean, I hearing old drops talking to you. I feel a million times better after doing this. I think this is
4: going to—it's going to it's gonna help my abdominal muscles and my morale. <laughs> I think those are—I think those are the two things abs, Let me Doug. before we get to uh, a song. F- first of all, is there a song or something that you think we should play? I'll give you the first one here, uh, and then we'll—and then we'll just hit it. So, what do you—what do you think here? What do, what do you want to do? do? Wanna do? What, um, what do you think makes sense? I mean, we could go to the Nebraska Well if you'd like. We could do. Uh, we, we, I mean, we did so many different songs.
3: You know, the, a lot of them you can find online. I don't think "Win the North" is online. Well, maybe we do that I one. To me, that, that was our best, one hundred percent. We had a lot of songs. Our best collaborative effort from the production from every was one hundred percent "Win the North." Especially when I'll never forget. I think I might have been on vacation in Minnesota when I got a text from you that said, because we were trying to figure out the parody song, and you were like, I got the song. And I was like, through the text, I was like, oh, he's got it. Like, he, you found the perfect song, and all we needed was the parody, you know, the, the main chorus hook, if you will, and then we'd build it from there. But Win the North, to me, was absolutely our best work as a, as a duo. All
4: right, let's uh, let's let's hit that. I'll hit a liner because I just feel like we should to just kind of break it up, and then we'll play with the north, and then if we want, we can chat, and then we'll be done, and that'll be the first episode. We're kind of learning. You you know yeah. more about podcasting eh, than not I do. really. You are the heavy
3: lifter in podcasting. This is gonna be good if you're if you're relying on me to be the heavy lifter of anything. That's not how this whole thing works. You do all the work, and I follow right, so. you. That's how this works, right? That is true.
4: All right, so um, here's here is how it sounded as we aired Win the North. This was September 3rd, 2010. So we had been on the air for roughly a year, a little more than a year, and we every year we said, let's do a hype-up song yep. for the upcoming Nebraska football season. This was... Win the North, otherwise known as Big Red State of Mind. Let's hit it.
0: Yeah. We up down in Lincoln, chilling at the tailgate, right next to Memorial, man, I can't wait for the new season, who's gonna be the quarterback, Cody Taylor or Zach, or just do the Wildcat, three-headed monster, we can go with 22, we can go with D-Trey, we can go with Roy Hallou, you no, we're physical, it's a game of inches. Ricky and Henry winning in the trenches. You know we got that deep threat, we can still throw the ball. Brandon, Kenny, Mike McNeil, a 24-niles ball. A better offense, put us in the title hunt. No more first and go, In it with a freaking punt. Need to score more points, that's you Watson. Time to pull your head out, need to get the job done. Polini with a sweatshirt, yelling at a referee. tail bias attitude, That we most definitely gonna. When The game. Eric Heng's position sounds like it's from Spain. Talking about the peso, but it ain't cheap though. Rush four, drop seven. Nowhere to throw. Lock down corners. Prince and Alfonso. Man to man coverage. up the route in they gonzo. A move tomorrow. Mara. Gonna be a top pick. A trip to Prince Island could make Tebow agnostic. Got a kid homegrown. Talking about Jerry Crick. Out of shadow. His favorite snack is wheat fix. Texas had to add a second so they could win the game. On October 16th, we going to bring the paint. Big Ten Conference, Jim Delaney. Farewell Parade, rest in peace Dan Beebe. Hail Tom Osborne, long live Devaney, long live Polini, You know we going to It's a last year. Come seasoned in, we won't shed a single tear. No one trips to Boulder, no see you fight songs. No more crazy hippies, no more urine bums. No more Mac Brown, you want it your way. No more Bebo, a shirtless McConaughey. Gary Pinkle, you gonna be a has been. Sucks to be Missouri, ain't getting in the Big Ten. Boomer soon you were our rival in bed with texas that's your new style so long cyclones jack trice was never loud when you lose every game your coach is so proud you say the big 12 without us will be greater so when we come to your town don't be a hater this isn't farewell feel so final no better way to end it than with a conference title
4: That was that was actually not as not too bad. Man, actually, I'm not gonna lie. Like I think
3: that that carries. It does. I so I just I had a I had a little. I just took notes because so I hadn't listened to that in a long yes. time. But it's, I just I just wrote down things as they kind of hit me. To start like serious, you know, I, you forget how much storylines were in that season. And we framed a lot of them. It was the last year in the Big 12. That was a huge theme throughout a lot of the song. You forget that there was, remember, that was the huge year with the quarterback controversy on who's the starting quarterback gonna be. You know, like it was you you didn't know if it was gonna be Zach Lee, Cody Green, or this Taylor Martinez guy. We framed that at the beginning. But I missed, I forgot how much I missed. (laughs) You are such an aggressive McGruff. Rapper, I love how much you just get in there
0: and you just a covers title. Like, you, it's so I forgot take about it. I out of cry. That's what you sound like. Jack trice Stadium. Arr, it's like, it's so good. I'm like,
3: oh, I forgot how much I love I always
4: listen to. I was listening actually to, and I could have played the whole segment of when the when it actually aired right. and what the reaction was after it aired. People were calling up afterwards, talking about how oh they were ready to run through a wall and all this stuff. And in the setup to it, when it aired, I did mention it. You were right, and I had forgotten about this. I I tell the story of I sat up in bed and said, Kelly, I've got the song. It just it just hit me, and then we <laughs> wrote it together. Uh, and then you had the first, like, two minutes of that, and you crushed it. Yes. But the bet ba- like, I just like the fact that Ricky Henry gets a line. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Omaha Burke lineman, Ricky Absolutely. Henry is one of the first players mentioned in
3: the song. Like, it, uh, it gets a, a, huge, a huge line that is, like, crystal clear, Ricky Henry. He might have been, like, the very first one. <laughs> And yeah, that's fantastic. But there's okay. I have a question. I can't remember her name. Who sung? Who did we get to sing the chorus? So
4: here's the other thing about that is we actually employed two different women in our office to to sing. But we tried one of them first to sing the entire female part, and I think it was it Heather. Is that her name? God, I don't even Um, know. I mean, I'm I can't remember. She she worked in sales. And she did it. Taylor. And the win the north part, she did not hit it as well.
3: I thought it was okay. You were a tough crowd for the the record. People need to understand for your songs, you were the Simon Cowell of like I would go in the John Wilkes booth and lay something down and you would be like, That was absolutely dreadful okay that was terrible you so like if my memory serves me we had this sweet little lady like come in and like hey will you you sing the chorus to our stupid parody song and then chick was like not good enough. It's not good enough, right?
4: Now, now now here's the thing though. I was like, I think this is okay. This was the one time where you listen to it and you go, I don't know about her. And oh I really? Like, really? I was that.
3: I was you it, rubbed off on me. It'd been a year and I was
4: already yeah, in the Simon I, right. You're like, I'm a bad cop. You're a good cop this time. All right. So do we have but Sherry Stone do she, it? Yes. So the first girl, we we thought she did a good job, but she did a much better job on the last part with the "put your hands in the air" for Bo Polini. Yeah. So we kept her in there. She killed that part. That part's Sherry's, really good. I get like yeah, chills with
3: that part. That's a great part.
4: Yes, it's great. In the in the yeah with Alicia Keys, you know, you're bringing Alicia Keys up in the in the in the edit. But uh, Sherry Stone was the win the North part, and she was terrific. So we actually it was two women
3: plus Alicia Keys helping out. <laughs> Uh, So basically, it was Schick and Nick featuring, and then it was like a hip-hop song (laughs) with like eight different – you know what I mean? Like there was a bunch of featuring all these different people. I forgot about – I I thought there was two different chorus singers, but I couldn't remember how that all played out.
4: I had – there was um, actually a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, someone mentioned – there was a tweet about Wheat Thicks. And someone tweeted at me and said, hey, Shick, look at this, Jared Crick, whatever. I was like, "Oh yeah, that was a line in that song." Like these are like lyrics in dumb songs like this, and I say "dumb" in quotes just because they're just trivial fun parody songs. They become uh, embedded in people's cerebrum, and then when something happens that reminds them of, "Oh, someone mentioned wheat thicks." Oh, Jared Crick. Like Jared Crick might be more (laughs) well known in Nebraska lore for that verse than he is for anything he ever did in the football
3: field. No, anytime I see wheat thins. I think of Jared Crip because <laughs> I'm like ah oh, wheat thins, wheat thicks, baby. I love it. But the see the the line that I that stuck out to me though was my favorite line of yours was not the wheat thicks line. It was a trip to Prince Island mm-hmm. could make Tebow agnostic. That was like the most chic line because it's witty. Y- you were a Tebow lover. Like every everything in that li- in that little line was like that was perfect. That was a perfect line. And it involves like theology in yes. some ways? <laughs> yeah. Like, because it's work, because, you know, you're everybody knows you're a man of faith and all this stuff. Like, everything was, it was funny. Like, you're a funny guy that's a man of faith that it, like, all, everything about you is like, is that line to me. It's just so good. So, and I looked and I did a
4: quick search. Uh, John from, uh, John tweeted back in 2019. So, this is less than a year ago in the summer. He said, hey, my friend told me he talked to you today. I don't know what it was about, but he said, your show – oh, no, this was – I was last summer. I was at the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation fundraiser, and I talked to one of our most loyal fans. I had never met him before, like many of our fans, never met him, (laughs) uh, but he listened all the time, and I got to meet him. And he and I were just talking about the show, and so he obviously went back, told his buddy – that I talked to him that night. This was July of 2019. So his friend tweets at me and says, Hey, Matt, my friend told me he talked to you today at the Cystic Fibrosis Deal. Your show reminds me of a simpler time. Make the podcast happen. I told this loyal listener that we were thinking of doing a podcast. And then this guy, his final line, (laughs) he says, quote, a trip to Prince Island could make Thibaut agnostic.
0: Yes, End of quote
4: with five fire emojis and then does have big red state of mind on YouTube? Does have the link to it? So right, so that's there. That well. so, see, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's not just me. That was fun.
3: that was my. I think I I think when we were because we like wrote out our lyrics and when I saw that line on your verse, I was like, oh wow, that is really good. That is that is so chic. And the other thing that is important in this is. It's important for people to remember, like, that song, the Jay-Z Alicia Keys song, was the biggest song going at that time. You know, so, like, yeah. I had a hard time. I always do, obviously, you know, Color Me Bad, I Want to Sex You Up, I Want to wreck You Up was from, like, 1992. Like, all my <laughs> songs were from, like, not even applicable to today, other than maybe Teach Me How to Dougie, Teach Me How to Run It. But that's also what made this song so good was, like, it was a parody that worked and it was the hottest song in the country at the time, too.
4: Yeah, it worked on a lot of different levels. And um, and for me to pick a song like that was a little wa- I know. A wild, too. I was a little um, nervous when
3: you told me. You're like, I got the song. I was like, all right, cue up Huey Lewis and the News. <laughs> To be stuck on you or something like that. I am happy to have Bopaliti. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be terrible. (laughs) I did not think you'd come with some Jay Z Alicia Keys, but it was, but that's just it though. Like that song was so big that everybody knew that song, you know? I mean, everybody did. And it it, did, like hearing that song also, because we, that is the most interesting Nebraska football season of the past like 20 years to me. Yeah. And you hear it framed in the beginning of how the, laying out the song. There's just so much in that song that, is
0: just God. It's good, man. It's so good.
3: That was one of those seasons that,
4: of all the years when Nebraska wasn't winning anything, like that one included. That was one of the more compelling seasons. Yes, and they did go ten and two. For the record, they did go ten and two and lost to Oklahoma in the Big Twelve <laughs> championship game. Right, and uh, and the, and then lost to Washington in the uh,
3: in the Holiday Bowl the rematch so, of the. Um, there were so that that season was incredible that song just worked like for a lot of our songs we will will so if it sounds like geez these guys think they're really good like we know a lot of our songs are stupid and not well done like i really feel like that's the one song i would like i'm like you know what that's a pretty well done song right there i'm not gonna lie to you i'm fairly proud of that song yeah
4: yeah you can cast dispersions at every other parody that we did but that one i'll be darned I'll be if you're gonna yeah. uh, say anything bad about that yeah. all right um this was uh, this was a lot of fun for yes. episode one. I think this is kind of the format that that will uh, we'll, that will explore, chat, have fun, eventually play an old clip. we'll we'll, be, we'll listen to these as you uh, as you listen to them as well, and we'll all reminisce. And there'll be some backstories and all those types of things. But uh, this was good, man. This I don't know great. how long we'll be we'll be doing this, but as long as uh, as long as we're allowed, and as long as we can keep uh, giving Nebraska some. Some laughs. Uh, we'll continue to uh, we'll continue to do it, man. I'm glad we can do it. it. I loved it. man. This was a freaking blast. I'm so happy we're doing this. This was great. Let's end with um, let's end with a liner, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get out of here. Here we go. Here's a here's our deep voice guy back in the day giving us a little ID. Here we go. We'll we'll see you next time.
0: Nick Baugh, Laughing Hyena, Matt Schick, Fat. <laughs> see you at episode two.
2: Sick and Nick, Sick and Nick, the Sick and Nick show. Here we go, Sick Nick, Sick and Nick, the Sick and Nick show. Here we go. production.